First time we're filming in 2021, Charles. Yeah, and I want it to be like super positive, but I, I know you have another topic you want to discuss. Well, I mean, the topic today is when to press the panic button. Now we're going to relate it back to franchising, and it's not—it's not just what happens uh, in DC. Uh, if, if you're watching this on Friday, what happened on Wednesday? Because that—that is—that is—that is one element of of impact right now. Right. The reality is, and, and I, I put this in the in the alert that for us going live. I put, uh, and, and it is not my statement, but I wrote, hey, 2020, hold my beer, 2021. So, you know, it's, it, there's chaos. And I think it's it's going to be important uh, for us to talk about, for franchise brands, what does that mean? Do you hit, uh, what at what point do you hit the, uh, at what point do you press the panic button? And then what does that mean for your brand? So let's, uh, let's get into it. You want to give the opening statement? Yeah. So, so if I could tie this together, I go back to our first webinar, Nick. Um, when when we were all preparing for COVID, we were talking about bracing for impact and all of these things. People are like, "Hey, you're being too negative or not?" And by the way, I'm trying to talk faster because there's important info to get to. So, the question is, without being overly negative, if we're planning out the year, what are impact points we have to look out for? COVID macroeconomics and political, and where's gonna be the opportunity? How do we hedge? How do we keep building? Um, and, and, and the brands that had setbacks last year, closures and, and, and how do we go forward? So, but I, the way I look at it is franchising, general economics, we have COVID uncertainty, macroeconomics, US dollar, new administration, no politics in that statement, just changing how we're gonna operate and political. So do we go through quarter one, taxes go up, they don't go up, does dollar devalue? Like what's going on with the macroeconomics? So that's out there for sure. Well, look, let, let's let's go to the statement, brace for impact. And let's try to flip coronavirus as, as what are the positives that, that it gives us, right? So coronavirus hits in March, Pan panic button is definitely pressed. Uh, franchise brands uh, in the restaurant space got crushed, especially initially. Some figured out a way to, to recover and adjust what does positive outlook look like. But if we take the lessons learned in, 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 you know, in a life where it's survival of the fittest, the, those, the, the things that doesn't kill us will only make us stronger, right? Um, then what, what is happening now with coronavirus is you can see this, that, you know, people go to the grocery store, they're not using a, a wipe to wipe down every bit of coronavirus off of that cereal box you just brought home. So if you take just that, that, that progression of the, removing some of the fear of the unknown, then you never push the panic button. You might hover your hand over it slightly, and you might deploy part of your your uh, budget or or your spend uh, against the panic button. 
But the other half of you has to be ready to accelerate. And, you know, if you look at um, indicators of bad, you could take any, basically any stock. Um, you could take Bitcoin. Um, the, the, those that own the opportunity made a crap ton of money. Those that didn't uh, probably figured out a way to survive. And even now, even, even if you take those that would not be part of our audience, they're not qualified franchisees, but they're an important part of our, our work culture, uh, folks that, that need uh, the stimulus checks, like they're figuring out a way to survive because that's what we do as human beings. So I feel, I feel like you never push the panic you maybe hover your hand over it, you brace for impact, but after you learn what bracing for impact is, it doesn't make the next, it, it makes the next time you have to brace for impact a little bit easier because at least the fear of the unknown is gone. So now when, when we're hearing that there's a new strand of coronavirus or there's, you know, there's an uptick in cases or uptick in deaths, like the majority of human beings are no longer fearful of that. And we're ready to keep marching forward. And that's why that's probably part of the reason why more people got coronavirus, because the guard is not as strong as it was. We're not hovering over the panic button. So my, my, my point is, like, from a positivity standpoint, we've learned a lot of lessons about ourselves, about life, about business. And that helps us navigate some of the storms that are that could be coming, that can be facing the business climate, the value of the dollar, um, and what that ultimately means for the yeah, so, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm thinking, how do we tie this back to franchise brands, anyone who's listening in, in our businesses, right? <clears throat> and when you're talking about your hand hovering over the panic button, um, what's been proven last year is good management, good teamwork finds opportunities. And there's been economic opportunities and brand opportunities last year in 2020, despite COVID. Um, we're seeing partnerships between different franchise brands and uh, joint branding efforts, right, to help counterbalance the impacts of COVID and potentially create new opportunities. Um, during our last um, live stream, you, Nick, you brought up a suggestion I thought was great, which is let's try to be aggressive in Q1 on franchise lead and conversion to build out that buffer if we have any lagging cues, you know, two, three, four. So I, I think those are, I guess, those are the hedges to take advantage of the opportunities because not everyone's um, aggressively pursuing their recruitment strategy right now. So I think there's positives there. I, I think without getting into politics, I just find it interesting that, you know, um, headline just came across my screen that, uh, a certain politician now is joining others, asking for the removal of the president, forgetting the politics. Just think about all these crazy conversations going on in social media, left versus right, in news media, and all these narratives being told about removing a president, a new president coming in. Quite frankly, the difference, so much change is going to happen between now and March, probably 10 years worth of change is going to happen in these next three months. And so I guess we tie that back down to what's the insecurity that people like us and everyone else, right, are feeling right now in corporate America, in government jobs, in cities impacted like New York 
And then I guess that's where part of that opportunity comes from for franchise brands. So let, let, let me make a few comments on that. One, unfortunately, uh, I think it's the, the magnitude of division is at the highest it's ever been. And frankly, it's, it's always been there. Like we, if, if we really dissected how life works, uh, there's been division for forever. It just magnified right now because of the accessibility of, of information. And you can look at some of the, the protests that happen, and this is on, 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 on either side. This is not a political statement. This is saying, like, the reason the protests on, bo on both sides got so loud over the last 12 months is because human beings feel like they're not being listened or heard. Mm -hmm. So then, then, it, then it goes to that next level of, uh, of looting or violence or um, crime. Like, like it's not, it's not the the act. It's the it's the volume that's that's being created. So why does this happen? In, in my opinion, it's and, and why does change happen? It's because we need something to blame when things go bad, and it. We will never, as human beings, look at ourselves and, and take fault. That's that's in in the business world, like except for you know so, some restaurant brands where like I'm sorry your food's not cooked properly. Let, let me make it right. Like it's rare that I'm sorry is even a term that is used. It's always like it is someone else's fault, and I think we've allowed it, and now it's elevating. So if I switch this over to franchise brands, here here are two comments. One. Um, yeah, I, I do think you deploy more of your budget now. The the leads, like, I, I wish I could take everybody in franchise development that continues to ask the question or make the statement. I spent, you know, $1,000 in January and I got nothing. No, 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 no. The lead takes time to mature. Like, the reality is anything we buy and buying a franchise brand is arguably the toughest thing in the world to buy. You're trying to convince someone to invest their life savings into a brand that they have no, no control over. They're stuck in that brand um, and they're, they're entrusting you that you're gonna build wealth for them. That, that's, a, that's a complex thing to sell. It doesn't happen on last click into your website. There's a process or a journey that comes into this. So the reason why brands are not gonna accelerate down in Q1, even though they should, so that in Q2, 3, and 4, they're reaping the benefits of the investments made now. The reason they're not going to do it is still the fear of unknown. Well, sure, I would invest the million dollars in the franchise sales if you can guarantee me deals. And because we can't, we, we, we don't do that. And because we need someone to blame on why it doesn't work that way, that creates issues. So unfortunately, like the negative side of franchising is high expectations from a sales standpoint. The pond does not have enough fish to satisfy all those expectations. That therefore disappointment will no, ma no matter what is going to happen. And that's the same thing that happens in our in our real world outside of the business community. It's we have high expectations, not not enough uh, potential solution. Therefore, we're disappointed and we yell and complain. So. Here for franchise brands, look, if you want the roadmap, it's very simple. Accelerate your spending right now to markets that you need to grow in or that you want to grow in around a message of human beings that why why you why now built around people 
Accelerate that now. Watch the successes. Do not watch the successes in January and February. Watch the successes in April, May, June, July from all the money that you spend right now. Come back here. Go into the comments. Thank Charles and I for, for advising you to do this. Where you will fail is if your franchisees aren't making money, if validation is an issue, if you're trying to convince a buyer to go into sub-tier one markets because you're oversold, those are going to be challenges that you're going to have to overcome. Magic money does not solve those things. So you want to win in this year, do the backcast. Get to, don't even go to the end of the year. Get to July and start thinking about what you're doing right now and make those investments. Take those risks. Some will fail. Some will work. Nick, the, the um, you know, we, and I guess our next couple of episodes or whatnot, really want to focus on and go through some websites because we talk about the why you, why now. I've had a ton of conversations with clients. Actually, we have some clients who are going to be presenting their why you, why now to our team for critique and whatnot. Um, but I, I think that's the most tangible thing someone could do right now and over the next couple of weeks. Can I just throw something? I, I'll probably take us way off track. If you could go to uh, a website, trustswap.org, uh, T-R-U-S-T-S-W-A-P.org. I, uh, I part trust you on going to trust. No, 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 no. You can do that. No, I would never do that. Um, if you could pull that up. I, You know, what struck me when I was looking through this website, uh, I thought about the why you, why now? And I loved one thing that they did that I'd like to share. Um, because I think it's such a small change, but moves the needle. So this just happens to be a company that in the crypto space, you know, they, they provide a blockchain technology. But if you scroll down, you're going to see an image of the founder. Scroll down more. And what you're going to see, you'll see this image coming up. Go down a little more. Is I love in their background story. Right, they he's they're starting off with a problem that existed, and then why they created this organization or company. Um, do you, and do you, do you, the the critical part of this though, you you are right. This is great. Why why is it not up here? Why am I looking at something that? Oh I no, I totally agree with that. Right, but but as someone like trying to find out about their organization or investing in it, I mean, this is textbook here. And look, they're looking to attract venture capital. Franchisors are looking to attract not venture capital, but individual capital, right? And what, what's so powerful here is like why their organization exists. There was a problem and they found a better solution. That's why they created it. This is so basic. Um, in fact, you know, this is something I sent to our internal team. We're redoing our website. And, you know, we had our, um, our annual strategic planning meeting. And, there's so much value that we added value we're trying to give. But one of my questions to our team is, it's like, yeah, clients sort of view us all the same, like real and in our heads, but there is a real difference, but you really have to dig down to really communicate and broadcast. So for all, we talk all the time. Why, why you, why now? Um, every team, January should be that, that brand development month, right? really deploy that. And how is that story fitting in with, I guess, tying it all together, the points you're raising, you know, we got that panic. So how does that brand story fit in with the macroeconomic impact, you know, geographic impacts where we see people moving, impacts on jobs, political 
turmoil, you know, for lack of a better word, and, and really tie it all together. I well, just think it's a good opportunity. Well, th th I want to want to call out something that, from a process point, you just went through that. If a brand is listening to this and trying to figure out what is you right now, reality is we open up trustswap.org. You land on on their founder story on why did they what problem do they want to solve by starting this company? And if I flip 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 this all the way over to you, um, on your statement of we're working on a website, which truthfully uh, you've told me that now for for years, right? Well, we, yeah. But but watch this. Uh, there's a prospective client of yours uh, that was texting with me yesterday and it said i said who are you going with and they said you i said why and they said i like him you just pulled up the founder story yet all these brands when you get into their development page and, it, and frankly if you pulled in all the franchisees why do someone why does someone buy yes the the money is a check check off and, and even with charles like the reason someone would hire you or us is going to be part, partly financially based like can i afford you do you align with what i want but above that, it's do I like the person? Do I connect with them and do I trust them? And that that like that's the thing that misses brands don't sell brands people do. So the why you why now is not overly complex when no. it's positioning a franchise. It's you. It's your team. It's I have your back. This is what we did during the pandemic to support you, people. Like, but brands don't don't lift up or elevate their team that's gonna have an impact. But it's right there. Every time we talk. The reason someone uses your law firm, Charles, yes, from a fundamental standpoint, every law firm in franchising would, would probably be able to do about what you guys can do. Like same with an agency standpoint, like it's it's block the blocking and tackling is all the same. The intangibles end up being the, the human process, uh, whether that's the, the boxes that are over your your right shoulder of entrepreneurs kick ass that you send out to people or the 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 famous um, brownies that you send out at the holidays that I, I didn't get, but got sent back. <laughs> but the point is like, we, we, we buy from people. Yeah. There it is like the why you why now is built in your team. And if you can't build a great team, you're not going to build a great company. So, well, Nick, that again, we, we got to build this into to what you're saying actually strikes another chord because th that trust swap website, right? Those are next generation technologies that's a new generation coming into workforce. But you know, getting to your point, when you scroll down more, I'm not sure it's on their website, then they're talking about their team, not only their team, then they have a list of their advisors and their bios, right? So it's it's you know, getting back to your point, it's it's so overlooked, right? All this opportunity is overlooked. And I think it's a generational thing. And that's why I like looking at these newer businesses. And then also that connection too is with brokers. Now brokers know the founder story. They know the team. Maybe they even know advisors, right? I know you're on a number of boards. Like how many teams have advisors listed on their website on the franchise sales page? None. Right? Think how powerful that is. Or their, or their franchise advisory council. Right. Well, it scrolled down. I'm not sure if this group has their advisors on it. Look at this one. Like, okay. Franchise brands that have made it to the 19-minute mark of Franax. Right. <laughs> Go look at this website. I think there's there's some things to learn. So the situation, you're a crypto company looking yes. for an investor. Here's, here's the situation. So situation, 
you are a middle manager thinking about owning your own business. Now, what, what happens? Well, for first time franchisees within our system, this is X, here's a franchisee, first time. Oh, you're a multi-unit franchisee? Here's what happens here. Oh, and here's the value proposition about why us. Like, like from an organizational standpoint, this website has all of the things that if you're a franchisor, uh, you get into example of their news. Like, like this is a this is a solid yeah. foundation of how you can present a story. Right. So, and I think we should. I, I know we're going to have a couple of boot camps and other things, but um, it was just something. I, I, right. So here they'll have their team, which getting to your point. And then I, I think even that, right, they'll have their advisors, right? So again, brokers, especially the brokers in our community are so genuine and care so much of what they're working on. Like it matters to them when they see Nick is on their board or so-and-so is on their board, an advisor. I have clients that have different boards to help develop curriculum. Like it's overlooked, but so valuable in the sales process. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, look, our 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 hope through FranX, and again, if you've now made it 21 minutes, <laughs> um, community. So, what? How does a community work? We're here. We're here to have your back. Uh, we might not be the experts in any of that, but we're here to to give you insights. So, my 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 insight. Uh, well, here I bet I, I better I better go like. One, don't push the panic button. Like whatever the opposite of panic is, go there now. This year is going to suck for the first six months. You're going to look back at the end of this year and say, I wish I would have done that. That's why, I mean, I, I'm, I'm making investments in our business that I would not have made a year ago because I don't want to miss uh, this, this mark. That's one. Two, this is a community. Uh, just because Charles and I have an opinion doesn't mean it's the, the be-all, end-all. Uh, unfortunately, parts of this community feel like uh, their their voice is the be-all, end-all. Cut the cards. At some, somewhere between what Charles and I say or what whatever everybody else says, like the truth is out there and it's probably specific to your brand. Uh, three, if you want to figure out the why you, why now, um, go, go look at the site that Charles just offered up. There's some good insights there. Uh, plan a picture of your founder or your leadership team or your franchisees or even your, your last annual conference when you go outside by the beach and you take a picture with you know 75 different people. Put that up there and talk, talk about team. That, that's going to help you bridge the gap between what you sell and and why you're selling it. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. It's all about that story. It's about that team. And I, I guess what we've learned from last year is the moments where it seemed the darkest presented the greatest opportunity. So don't react based on emotion or external news. Set a plan and execute it. And maybe that plan is doubling down when it seems darkest. And if you put the plan in place, you're going to do it. If you rely on your emotion at the moment, we're all the same, right? You're not going to do it. So set that plan and then be ready to double down on the opportunity. Uh, Charles, as we, as we turn the page into December of 2021, 
I look forward to maybe us playing back this video. And mm -hmm. saying, hey, how, how did you put that into action? I, I can promise you I'm already putting it into action. I'm, I'm straight, straight ahead. Challenges, push them to the side, let, let's get going. Let's have a good year. Looking forward to it, Nick. Have fun. Renex. Peace.